Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to this week's Man in the Post Extra Time. I am your host, Chris. Uh, with me this week, we've got Jesse. Oh, it's me. Hi. How are you? I'm great. Do you want me to turn my video off so we have more bandwidth? <gasps> wow. That's the sounds like the sort of thing Ryan Goodman says, doesn't it, Ryan Goodman? <laughs> Hello. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, that's not something that usually comes up in conversation. But, <laughs> yeah. I've heard you on dates and stuff. That's the first thing you say. <laughs> the, the opener is so how's your bandwidth <laughs> bandwidth is like the safe word bandwidth yeah you, you go sliding up to those ladies in the nightclub and whisper away <laughs> got it i'll turn my camera off so we can save the bandwidth jesse bandwidth okay here we go ready one two three boom uh and finally and um, but by no means leastly we got uh, emma thank you i'm i'm definitely not least no very much not how's your bandwidth <laughs> Um, wonderful. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, right, we're going to be talking about the Champions League this week. Uh, bits and bobs of leagues around Europe and around the world and the Premier League. So, we're going to start off on Tuesday uh, in Group A as well, as were the time. Managers RB Leipzig, uh, Rebel Leipzig beat Manchester City 2-1. Jesse Marsh uh, sacked at the weekend. Now being replaced on Thursday since by uh, Domenico Tedesco, ex of Spartak Moscow and Schalke. Uh, an Andre Silva winner, a Kyle Walker red card. Um, bit of a strange lineup because they, they started uh, a lot of players. They started Jack Grealish, Kevin De Bruyne, Riyad Mahrez, uh, Ilkay Gundogan. Um, kind of revenge for Manchester City uh, for uh, RB after they got thumped at the Etihad. Uh, they still went out there. Um, did anyone see the highlights from this game at all? I had a quick sort of scan through some of the highlights and uh, I couldn't figure out if because the the problem with the BT ones it's like seven minutes long that's a big commitment when I mean, you've got like <laughs> however many games to review there's only um, so many um, action replays you can watch isn't there yeah absolutely um, so I didn't I couldn't tell if Kyle Walker was already on a yellow card when he got sent off or it was a straight red um, it was a little bit of a naughty little kick mm. to someone as they were running like he was chasing someone and just gave him a bit of a get a bit of a boot but yeah so I don't, if that was what he got straight red for it's a bit extreme um, apart from that, the goals were quite good, from what I remember. And Jack Grealish missed a sitter, which made me smile a little bit. <laughs> so Kyle Walker's missing now for the last 16, isn't he, in first round? They'll be all right then, won't they? They've got... I don't, I don't know who they... Obviously, there's quite a few teams that they could face, but I think they'd, they'd be fine. Yeah. They won the group, so they should... You know, I'd like them. They'll be... They'll get in a slightly easier draw, and they won't need Kyle Walker. Okay, fair enough. Um Kyle Walker? Anyone what, sorry? Does anyone really need Kyle Walker? Mrs. Walker? I, mm, questionable. Child of yeah. Kyle, Kyle Walker? Yeah, all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, either of you two watched this one at all? I didn't. Very know. long lunch. Oh, you're still in your long lunch from last week, are you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about PSG uh, for uh, Bruges won two goals for Messi uh, two goals for Kylian Mbappe Kylian Mbappe the youngest player to 30 Champions League goals uh, 22 years and 352 days overtaking his teammate Messi who was 23 years and 131 days um, anyone see the highlights from this tour? not this one not this one Jesse Emma long lunch no no washing my hair washing your hair how long does it take to wash your hair? A long time. I was going to say, you have a lot of hair, don't you? Yeah, I'm very curly. <laughs> like Monica on holiday. <laughs> yeah, it's worse, yeah. 
My sister's got very uh, long curly hair, and when she was young, she used to have people walk up to her and sort of pull it straight and let it go again and watch it sort of twang back together. Yeah, they do that. Isn't that what people used to do with, like, pigtails? Yeah. Like, not pigtails as in the hair, but as in, like, they would go up to a pig and that. Isn't that a thing from The Simpsons? Well, literally, thing, yeah. yeah, literally like that, but it happened to my sister's hair when she was, like, five or six. Really, really weird. They did really in the subway, like, last year. Did they? Very rude, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. Was it, um, uh, I can't remember his name. It was uh, Kyle Walker. Who else did say it was Andrea Pirlo? <laughs> was he saying, stop following me? Is that what he's saying? Take this away. <laughs> uh, so Manchester City finished top of that group on 12 points and PSG on uh, 11. RB Leipzig into the Europa League on 7 points and then Brugge on um, 4 points but with a minus 14 goal difference. Uh, we go on to Group B which is Lib- uh, Milan 1, Liverpool 2. Uh, Mo Salah with his 20th goal of the season on the 7th of December so he's motoring along there. And Divakarigi. Did anyone see Wigfield singing this week? Who? Wigfield. Anyone know Wigfield? Brian, you must know Wigfield. The singer. What's it? What? <laughs> Wig, Wigfield Wigfield she's a Danish singer who in the early 90s did a song called Saturday Night Saturday Night Dance oh, like okay. the way you knew okay. no no Ryan don't this. interrupt let him finish the song sorry Chris <laughs> <laughs> what did she do she did Saturday Night Dance like the way you move pretty baby and so uh, she sang this week that song um, live on stage but instead of singing pretty baby she sang Diva Karigi instead oh no Yes. It's always good when singers from the past, uh, you know, put footballers or, or anything in songs. It worked really well for uh, Atomic Kitten and Gareth Southgate in the summer. Yeah, it did all right, didn't you, it? Did you do that one? Could you sing that, please? Chris can do that one, I'm sure. No, come okay. on, Ryan. I, I can't do it. <laughs> I, I, you know what? Oh, I can't even think of the song. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ryan, did you see who scored for Milan and gave them the lead? I did, and I also saw them make a mistake before... <laughs> They do Rockerigi goal. It's Mori. Yeah. I'm glad he's he's doing all right apart from the mistake. Yeah, I haven't seen much of Milan this season, but he had a very good season last season. Was it like he was London Loom last season, wasn't he? And he became permanent in the summer, I think. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Uh, first thing they decided to win all their group games are Liverpool. Uh, Milan had eight shots, Liverpool twenty two shots, and there was a Nat Phillips Cruyff turn in his own penalty area if anybody saw that. That was cool. That was, I, I purred like a little pussycat when that happened. <laughs> uh, Liverpool finished with three players um, with squad numbers in the 80s. Um, Milan finished with one player who was born in the 1980s. There you go, hack fans. Um, anyone see the highlights from this? I saw the I saw the goals. Yeah. And again, I was just skipping through, so I didn't see any. I didn't see any Cruyff turns. So maybe you made that up. I definitely, I'll tag you in it. I definitely, it definitely uh. happened. <laughs> uh, and then, oh, Emma, now we move on. We go to Lisbon now, Emma. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> Porto, Porto 1, Atletico Madrid 3. Uh, Antoine Griezmann um, scored, uh, as did Correa and uh, Rodrigo de Paul. Um, they all scored. And then for, like, a, <laughs> this is quite sad. 3-0 down, last kick of the game, and it was a penalty for Oliveira. Um, really <laughs> he really looked like he didn't want to take it, didn't he? Uh, Carrasco, Mr. Wendell, and uh, Marcus Sand got red cards. Um, Atletico Madrid qualify at Porto's expense. Uh, Emma, talk us through that mad few minutes. <laughs> I still don't understand what happened. Like, I mean, it it just it was like a masterclass in terrible. Atleti shit housing <laughs> and grown men behaving themselves. Mm. It was what? very funny. Did you, I don't Jesse, understand how Pepe did not like. How, how did? Yeah, why did he not get sent off? Like yeah. everybody else. Everybody else did. How did? Who would have laid odds on Pepe being the one to not get sent off? He was really shouting in that man's face, wasn't he? He was. Yeah. I mean, do you still think it was Koke that started the second, like, yes. free for all? That was after yeah. the Gorasco incident. I don't think that was a red card. The second one. Sorry, Jesse, you were saying. No, I'm just, like I'm just still sad that Suarez got injured. Honestly, so I'm very biased about this match. He but, like, looks when... so sad. 
I'm so I was really upset. Did he injure his teeth? But when something like this happens, I like this is the one time when VAR should be useful not to like decide whether Richarlison's you know toenail is over the line but mm-hmm. I feel like because this was such a mess but I almost feel like it did it did it like VAR but this is not when VAR is used because there's that weird rule about like it's only used when it should be a red or a second or some weirdness that I don't quite understand it's, yeah, it, it, yeah. It's only for straight reds. You can't like right, right. You can't just do it for a yellow offense. Yeah, or like you can't do it when when Koki decides to like incite madness. But that that <laughs> is when it should be used because how is the ref supposed to figure out who, you know, called somebody's grandma a whatever? I'm um, I I, I was I think. That, the incidents uh, were added to by the fact they happened near both dugouts. Mm-hmm. Um, um, the ref was just way too quick to send Carrasco off. Yeah, it was a clever like, Probably wasn't it? should have just like you know maybe taken a second first. I think he was sca- like I don't yeah it, it seemed I don't know whether something happened or was said that we just weren't privy to or the ref mm-hmm. like was nervous that something was going to happen. He's a very experienced ref. It's um, Clement Turpin from League One. He's very, he's very experienced. I feel like I've seen him a few times, and he, he, whenever I have seen him, he does seem to, he does like to pull the cards out quickly. He, he, he from what I've, the games I think he's very much like, I've made my decision, that's it, thing, rather than, t- as you said, taking a step back and maybe just thinking about it for a second. Or talking just, to somebody, yeah. Yeah, it's I just very much that. like run over, send him off, done. I felt so bad for Wendell. Yeah. He didn't deserve his. Oh record. yeah, I don't know what happened there. Yeah. He didn't even realise he'd been sent off, had he? He went back oh, into. Did the you place. see his poor fate? I know. Neither did the commentators. They thought someone on the bench had been sent off. Well, yeah, they were as the well, be- weren't they? Yeah, but it was like, oh, no, hang on, it's Wendell that's been sent off for this one. <laughs> Well, that was good fun. But yeah, um, Atletico Madrid go through at Porto's expense. So um, Liverpool finish with 18 points. Uh, then uh, Atleti all the way back in seven. Then Porto five, Milan four. Uh, Group C, Ajax four, Sporting two. Sebastian Allaire is the first player to score in his first six Champions League appearances. He's now got 10 in total. Uh, Anthony also scored a rather lovely goal where he sort of capitalised on a mistake um, and did that thing where he, he shapes like he's going to shoot. Um and sort of deceived the keeper and the defender and sort of carried on running with the ball and then shot as they both sort of fell on the floor. Um, that was pretty cool. And again, Ajax got uh, maximum points from there. Uh, and also, it was in vain, unfortunately, but Dortmund 5, Besiktas 0. Malen 2 for Marco Royce and 2 for substitute Erling Haaland. Erling Haaland has now got as many Champions League goals as Alvaro Morata, but in 45 fewer games. Um <laughs> So I actually be so mean to him. It's fragile, <laughs> He's so pretty. He deserves it. Yeah. Aww. Remember that season with you, Adam, Ryan? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so Ajax are on 18 points they finish maximum points Sporting 9 Dortmund also 9 uh, there's null point uh, and in Group D Real Madrid beat into 2 nil goals from Carouse and Asensio the um, the Carouse goal was the thousandth goal in the European Cup or Champions League for Real Madrid you must be happy with that wasn't it Emma? Spanish dominance Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Lataro Martinez and Edin Dzeko missed some chances for Inter. Uh, Shakhtar Donetsk won. Uh, Sheriff won. Nikolov equalising for Sheriff in the 93rd minute. So, um, Real Madrid top on 15 points. Inter 10. Sheriff 7. Shakhtar uh, 2 points. On Wednesday, uh, Ryan. Zenit 3. Chelsea 3. Zenit were 2-1 up at the break. Uh, Werner thought he'd won it with the 85th minute, but a goal from uh, Magomed Od- uh, Ozdwef in the <laughs> that's, I'm sure that's how he pronounces it in the 94th minute Thomas Tuchel said uh, quote unquote we had a very good first 15 minutes but then we stopped doing the things that we did in the first 15 minutes that's not very good is it no, no so, uh, was that the same question where he basically was like I'm going to I'm going to remember that you're a nice person and you didn't mean that question the way that you meant it no what was that um, it, was, it was a bit clop like actually um, in terms of so basically I think that the question was you, you've indicated that the players weren't listening to you or something to that effect. You know, they weren't doing what they were told. Um, and Tuchel took great offence to that, basically saying, you know, I don't think you mean 
to say that the players don't listen to me. Oh, um, no, I did. But I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm going to remember that you're actually a nice person. So he actually said that, and then sounds like a threat. About, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to remember this. This is something uh, Tony Soprano would say. Yeah, um, yeah. He wasn't. He wasn't very happy. He wasn't a happy bunny. I don't think he's he's been a happy bunny for a couple of weeks. Cause obviously, we've conceded six in two games from winning positions uh, in total, and. Yeah, he's he's looking a bit not lost, but I think there's lots of obviously things like injuries and contract stalemates and negotiations, and that's not helping because the players that are having these contract negotiations are the ones letting him down. Um, so it's all a bit of a weird. It's been a weird couple of weeks. Yeah, you you had that win at Watford where I think um, perceived wisdom was you didn't quite deserve it, and then you lost after that, didn't you? Yeah, well, this is the thing. So last week on the pod, I said nothing could go wrong now. That's right, you did, um, yes. And obviously <laughs> since then, it is, it is started to go wrong. Because um, at the time I said, oh, you know, it sounds weird, but we need to bounce back type thing. And, and But Adam and, and Emma, you were both like, oh, you know, are you saying that Chelsea are actually quite good? And you've now just, it's been set up that we're now really terrible. Um, I think Ryan is blaming us. It, you, know, you, I, went, you went here, Jesse. Okay. I was the only person who said that West Ham would win this weekend. I think Ryan's fine. blaming everybody except me and Emma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, blame Adam. He's not here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, we're just, we're terrible now. Um, <laughs> it's but, terrible. Uh, How bipolar is that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> there's a lot of, this is the thing with Chelsea fans. We get very like, we're, oh. there's, there's, it's very... oh, I'm sorry. Just Chelsea fans? <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm um, sorry. The current, the current top of the league and it's qualified for the Champions League. We're so bad. (laughs) We're not top of the league anymore. Oh, Uh, oh, we're second in the league. Oh no. Yeah. You're not second, are you? No. Oh my god. Okay, we're third. Terrible. Yeah, we're third. Yeah. Um, No, the past couple of weeks we haven't been very good, Um, and this usually seems to happen. And when the manager starts getting a bit edgy with the press. It's it's, it's never a good time for us. Um, so, um, yeah, it wasn't a very good game um, against Zenit. Zenit actually well-deserved a point and probably should have beaten us, to be fair. I guess when you play Ross Barkley in the start of the game, you know it's probably going to be a bad result anyway. He got an assist, uh, didn't he? Yeah, but... Anyone can it, take a corner, can't they? Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, a majority of his corners hit the first man, so... It was good that he got a little bit lucky with one of them. Corners are easy. It's just kicking a ball really hard into a large group of people. Yeah, anything can happen. <laughs> no problem. Uh, also in that group, uh, Juventus beat Malmo one deal. So Moisey Ken uh, with the winner in that group. A lovely header, uh, followed by a fantastic cross. I think it was Bernadeschi cross, I think. Um, it is... Uh, yeah, Moisey Keane scored since joining Everton. Uh, Moisey Keane has got four goals for Everton, but he's also got four goals in the Champions League. Um, Juventus topped that group on 15 points, then Chelsea 13, Zenit 5, Malmo 1. Uh, Manchester City won in Group F, Manchester City won, Young Boys won, so Mason Greenwood with a really nice goal. I had to watch this two or three times to actually see what he had done. Uh, and then uh, Ryder for uh, <laughs> riding Young Boys, Emma. Go <laughs> um, <laughs> now. Uh, yeah, this Mason Greenwood goal was lovely. Has anyone seen it? It was a bit like a, a weird, like, bicycle kick type volley. Uh, not really a bicycle kick, but. I don't know, it was a bit of a weird volley where he's sort of jumped to the side, in a way. Yeah. It was a bit weird, but it was good. Yeah. Uh, Radnick, 11 changes from the weekend. Uh, Manchester United, 7 shots compared to Young Boys, 17. I guess that's just for the fact he's just sort of playing reserves, I imagine. Uh, who came on as a substitute, Ryan? Uh, oh, what's his name? Is it Ch- was it Charlie? Yeah, Charlie Savage. Yeah. But, yeah. That's weird, isn't it? <laughs> this is a touchy moment, Emma and uh, Jesse. So, have you heard of Robbie Savage either of you? Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately is the right word. Did you, have you heard of him, Jesse? Yeah. Uh, so, yes, uh, he was commentating on the game. Um, Why? Because he's a commentator. He was commentating on the game. Um <laughs> And his son came on for Manchester United, so he got to commentate as, he, as his son came onto the pitch, which was a lovely moment. Aww. Yeah. I quite like Robbie Savage when he commentates for Wales because he's just so unashamedly biased. I don't know if you think the same thing, Ryan, but 
I don't watch any Wales games, to be honest. <laughs> I noticed it in the Euros, I think, probably. Uh, yeah, and then also Zidane Iqbal, who was the first player born, um, or first British-born player of Asian heritage to play for Manchester United, which was a, a lovely thing to see as well. Um, anyone want to hazard a guess as to the last four Englishmen to play in goal in the Champions League? I don't think you'll get it, but do you want me to tell you? Ryan does. Go on, Ryan. Well, I'm going to assume one of them is going to be based on Tom Heaton playing last night, uh-huh. right? Yeah. So what, what was the what was the full question? Okay, the last four Englishmen to play in goal in the Champions League. Oh my God! I mean, uh, I'm... who did Tom Heaton replace? Oh, so Dean Henderson. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to figure out if Scott Carson would have got a weird game for City at any point. <laughs> no, it was uh, Leicester City's Ben Hamer, and then Manchester City's Kyle Walker. Oh my god. <laughs> you can't count that. You can't count that. He was an English winning goal. <laughs> oh, sure. Uh, group G, I'm going to save you for the end of it. Uh, group G. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. RB, RB Salzburg 1, Sevilla 0, uh, and Wolfsburg 1, Lille 3. Uh, goals from Birk Yilmaz, um, Jonathan David, and Gomez as well. Uh, it can only two assists. Lille are a weird, weird team. They've lost a lot of players. Uh, they've lost their manager to Nice as well. But Jonathan David looks a player. Iconi looks a player. They've got Renato Sanchez. Um, and they're sort of propped either end by a very old Jose Font and Burrick Ilmas, which was they're, they're a really strange team. They're only mid-table in League 1 as well. Someone did suggest in the summer that um, PSG bought Sergio Ramos, uh, Messi... Um, Gina Wijnaldum and all these other players just to stop a 36-year-old Burrick Yilmaz so it was quite uh, quite sweet um, Group E Emma Benfica 2 Kiev nil. what do you reckon? <laughs> <laughs> very very happy from from that. and fucking Fika through gritted yeah. teeth <laughs> Uh, Bayern Munich 3 Barcelona uh, Thomas Muller Hey Ryan if you want to know about a team who's awful <laughs> um... Yeah I'm not going to lie I watched the highlights of it I, I made sure to watch the full highlights because I, uh... I wanted to understand the, the seriousness of the problem <laughs> I, Oh yeah, yeah you I do. Do. Uh, No I get it yeah, yeah. Thomas Muller scored then Leroy Sane probably a Testegen error for that one and then Muslaya scored So Barcelona into the Europa League. It's the first time they've not qualified for the last 16 since um, 2003-04 season. It's the first time they've been in the Europa League since Peppa Pig appeared on TV, Jesse. That, I, you know, that is, that's one of my favourite stats that you've used. Uh, I'm thinking that's probably the best one. I, I want more Peppa Pig stats. Um, <laughs> I'm getting that on a T-shirt. <laughs> Just... that is, and in fact, Peppa may have done a better job <laughs> managing this team or even playing in some positions than some of these players and that upsets me greatly and I'm a Peppa fan yeah. uh, just two goals in the Champions League this season Emma weren't they great <laughs> <laughs> yes they were so good you lost your first two didn't you then you had that hope with the sort of the ones afterwards and then it was all came down to it's the hope that kills you isn't it Oh, I never had any hope. Okay. Because uh, miracles don't happen. Okay. You must get Cavani. I would love us to sign Cavani because well, you need a striker, and we need a striker. You've got Luke De Jong. Yeah, I would like <laughs> Cavani. <laughs> right, Emma. I've got three questions for you. So get your thinking cap on. Um, Jesus Christ. First question. Okay, I'm going to read them out to you, then you sort of answer in order if you want. First question, is this rock bottom for Barcelona? Uh, secondly, what do you make of Xavi so far? Because he started with the draw against Espanyol. A um, couple of wins and then you lost at the weekend. Now you've lost this game. And number four, uh, sorry, number three, what is more likely this season? Is it top four or to win the Europa League? Uh, okay. Uh, I can't believe well, you're going to remember all the way back to number one. I know, right? <laughs> Uh, number one. Um, Is it rock bottom? N- no, rock bottom will be when we lose in the first game in the Europa League. To uh, Tractor Zagreb or something. Yeah. <laughs> to team I didn't know existed. <laughs> That's going to be sad. <laughs> um, it's going to be real sad. Chavi so far? Uh... I mean, 
mean, he's not any worse or any better than I expected him to be because he's a human. Uh, he's not. He's not. He, he's not a deity. He's he's not going to perform miracles. They're still the same players, the same team. Um, there's not a lot he can do with with what he's got. All the only thing he can do is play these kids and the rubbish players that we already had, and that that's that's as much as he can do. Okay, and then what's more likely, top four or Europa League win? A Europa League win, sorry. Uh, neither of them are likely <laughs> at all in any meaningful way. Because we will probably finish ninth and we will probably get bounced out of the Europa League real fast. So I don't, I don't think... Either of those things are going to happen. Oh, Sevilla are in the Europa League now, aren't they? Guess where the Europa League final is being held? <laughs> is it in Sevilla? It is. <laughs> oh, excellent. Well, that'll be nice for them. A home game when they get there. <laughs> um, everybody got injured as well. Yeah. Uh, Memphis Depay got injured. Uh, Araujo. <laughs> he got injured. We're not even going to talk about that. <laughs> no. He's a sweet prince, and we only want good things for him. Oh. Jordi Alba got injured. <laughs> um, oh, it's it's bad. It's pretty desperate. And you can't it's buy anybody in the desperate. new year still? Are you still unable to buy With anybody? What money is that that we've got? That magic money that doesn't exist? Oh, I don't, yeah, you don't get Real Madrid magic money, do you? We could pay... Like, That'll teach teams. you for the 1930s. <laughs> we can pay teams like one euro a year <laughs> for the next 100 and million years um to see if we could buy somebody but i don't know unless cavani will come to play for us um because he's a good guy he is are you gonna doesn't want to play in manchester anymore you know are you gonna be are you gonna be at the point in january where you're going to have to sell some like your, I guess your crown jewels are sort of uh, Frankie de Jong, uh, Arahu, um and some of the, the other sort of young, exciting players. Are you going to the point where you have to sell those to buy others? Uh, I wouldn't be heartbroken if they sell Frankie no? de Jong because they don't, he's not exactly covering himself in any sort of glory. And I don't uh, think Javi really fancies him playing. Okay. Um, but yeah, we will have to sell to buy, unless unless Newcastle, with all of their new money, are going to spend a hundred and forty-seven million on Felipe Coutinho. Um, are there any fucked? Are there, are there any sacred cows you wouldn't sell? Pedri. Yeah. Ansu. Mm-hmm. Um. But <laughs> if someone did come I in, I never leave my sweet prince. If you keep. Ter Stegen at all costs? Uh, yes, just because we don't have anyone else. <laughs> yeah. So I, I saw Gerard Romero, I don't know who that is, I just saw a headline there. He's earlier. a journalist. A journalist said that Stegen, Frankie de Jong and Dest will all be placed on the transfer market in the incoming window. I imagine that they will listen to offers for everybody. Including those three um, you said you don't yeah, want to leave. Yeah, it's going to take stupid money, though, for them to sell Pedri. But we need stupid money, so. <laughs> so if someone came in for Pedri, like, say Man City came in for Pedri and it was like 200 million, something stupid like that, do you think they'd buy it? Yeah, I don't know how they could turn it down. When over a billion euros in debt. They... <laughs> every, every penny helps. <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, right. Well, just before we move on, I'll just go back to Sevilla because um, playing a European final in your home ground doesn't really give you an advantage, as Ryan will testify from yes. 2012. <laughs> I'll give you a little bit of that. <laughs> That's all right. Also, when you said Gerard Moreno, I thought you were talking about Gerardo Rivera, who's someone completely different, isn't he, Jesse? Oh, God. <laughs> Don't buy <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Uh, briefly, right? Okay, bits and bobs of league. So sorry, um, but we're going to stay with you in Spain. Oh, um, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Real Madrid top on thirty-nine points. Sevilla thirty-one. Third place ever. Real Betis on thirty points. 
I'm so proud of them. <laughs> uh, and Atletico Madrid on 29 points. So this weekend, um, it's the Madrid derby. Real Madrid versus Atletico Madrid. If Real Madrid win, is the title over? Uh, yeah, probably. Uh, the sad thing is that Luis Suarez will not be playing, so mm. he won't be able to get a goal against them for all time's sakes. <laughs> uh, a couple, there are some good fixtures. Uh, Athletic are playing Sevilla, uh, and Beth is playing Real Sociedad, who are on a Ooh, bit. That'll of a, be fun. That will be fun. They're on a bit of a stinky run at the moment, aren't they? And Fekir will be back. Yeah, you didn't need Fekir last week. <laughs> After all my concern last week about playing Barcelona with no Fekir. I told you they wouldn't need him. <gasps> Didn't, did they? No. I'm happy about I that. I don't even know who we're... I think we're playing Osasuna. You are playing Osasuna. I was just going to say, how are you going to get them? Uh, we're probably going to lose. Where are they in the league? Below us. Okay, so it's towards the relegation zone then. <laughs> oh, man, that hurts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ryan, your oh. team is third. Twirly my moustache. Twirly my moustache uh, saying that one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, ninth. <laughs> Sorry. So bad. <laughs> okay. Uh, in Italy, AC Milan top of thirty-eight points into thirty-seven. Napoli thirty-six. Atalanta thirty-four. It's quite nice and tight, isn't it? Uh, this weekend, it's the um, Genoa derby. As Genoa plays Samp, uh, Sampdoria, uh, Udinese, Milan into Calgary, Napoli, Empoli, and Hellas Verona play Atalanta in Germany. Bayern top on thirty-four points. Uh, Dortmund 30, Bayer Leverkusen 27, Freiburg 25, so it's Bayern versus Mainz, Bochum versus Dortmund, Frankfurt Bayer and Freiburg Hoffenheim. In France, PSG on 42 points, Rennes 31, Marseille 29, um, so it's PSG versus Monaco, Rennes versus Nice, Strasbourg versus Marseille. I still maintain that PSG aren't very good. I mean, they got a last minute sort of draw last weekend, so... Uh, I still maintain they're not a very good team. Um, right, bits. No, they're not. Uh, bits and bobs of news. So, Emma, Saudi Arabia, we're off there for it's the Arab Cup, isn't it? It sure is. Yeah. Jesse and Ryan, are you aware of the Arab Cup? Now I am. I'm, I, must have, I must have missed that memo, so please <laughs> fill me in. These are, uh, it was qualifying, and then these are the top-placed uh, Arabian teams, uh, or uh, not Arabian teams, but uh, Arab-language teams. Uh, There's four groups in Group A, uh, Qatar and Oman qualified. Um, in Group B, Tunisia top on six points, UAE six points, Syria three, Mauritania one. Uh, Syria versus Mauritania, Emma, what happened? Uh, Syria were really sad. They were, weren't they? <laughs> they blew it. <laughs> Syria needed to win to qualify. Mauritania bottom of the group and already out. Uh, Mauritania scored with a 95th minute uh, Hamea Tanji yeah. goal. But Syria had just like hit the bar with a free kick. Yeah. Yeah. And it was really good. <laughs> they had that. And I felt so sad for them. <laughs> you know when teams lose the Champions League final, they're sort of sat on the floor, sort of got that thousand yard stare. That's what the Syrian players had. Um, also, Group C, uh, Morocco atop. I didn't say Monaco. Morocco atop on nine points. <laughs> Jordan, <don't> speak <laughs> no, Jordan six points. Saudi Arabia one point, and Palestine one point. Uh, what happened between Jordan and, and Palestine, Emma? Uh, Palestine defend like Barcelona. <laughs> they were really. <in> <laughs> They were in it for the most part. It was um, 2-1 to Jordan, and Palestine had a uh, Richarlison-type uh, VAR decision go against them, and Jordan scored three goals in the last ten minutes. felt quite sorry for them. They did, yeah. yeah. So, but there was some very Syria bad defending. Hmm? That's why Syria was sad, because they were upset for them. See that? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, in the final group, Egypt and Algeria qualified. Uh, Ryan, that's not the only international tournament going on this week because there's also the Suzuki Cup. What's yes. the Suzuki Cup, Chris? <laughs> the Suzuki Cup is an international tournament for teams from Southeast Asia. So uh, there's two team, uh, two groups. Uh, group A, Singapore are top on six points, who are the hosts. And then it's Thailand on three, Myanmar on three, Philippines and Timor-Leste on zero points. That's each Timor. Uh, group B, Malaysia on six, Indonesia on three, Vietnam three, Cambodia and Laos, both on no point. Um, I watched a bit of, the, of Timor-Leste playing earlier on this week. They're not very good. Uh, Malaysia four, Laos nil, Indonesia four, um, Cambodia two. Emma, tell us about those games, because you saw bits of those, Laos didn't you? Laos is also... 
Not very good. Those games look like they were being played in the local municipal park. They <laughs> did, didn't they? So the three sides uh, available to the camera, uh, on view from the camera, didn't actually have any people in, did they? There was like a hedgerow with <laughs> trees. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing behind the park. Wild. You could see a train sort of in the background. Um, <laughs> weirdly, there were people there doing the Icelandic thunderclap, weren't there? Yeah, which is very strange. <laughs> and you, you're trying to convince me that I should like international football. <laughs> and you're using this to try and do that. This? <laughs> <laughs> this is the reason why I like international football. Yeah. Because in no other way in the world, what I've watched this week, uh, Malaysia versus Laos, or team, <laughs> East Timor versus Burma, or Myanmar, I never would have watched those in a million years. I'm so glad they're on, on. They're all being streamed live on YouTube, Brian. So if you want to watch them, um, I never thought I'd ever watch Malaysia <laughs> versus Laos either. Um, uh, and I regret it. <laughs> you know what? I might have to have a really long lunch and not be able to watch it. Well, both both the Arab Cup, uh, the Arab Cup is being streamed on FIFA's official YouTube channel. The Suzuki Cup is being streamed on the Suzuki Cup YouTube channel. Uh, quarterfinals of the Arab Cup is Tunisia versus Oman, Egypt versus Jordan, Qatar versus the UAE, and Morocco versus Algeria. Jesse, how do you think they're going to go? Um, you know, I think there's going to be a lot of controversy. Yeah. <laughs> with this one, um, and and and. It's going to be a very upsetting to Syria. Syria aren't in it anymore. <laughs> but the controversy is going to upset them. Oh, right. <laughs> so we still upset them, even though they're not there. Yes. Okay. Jesse, do you want to come and have a really long lunch? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think you should come here for it. Okay, deal. Great. Um, okay. A quick word about the cameraman or the uh, the TV director in the Arab Cup who yes, either needs a tell us about it. Or he either needs a cold shower or he needs to stick it in a tree because he spends half the game oh, focusing in on the young ladies in the cam. crowd. Oh, yeah, it's hot no. girl camp in the crowd. Okay. <laughs> Listen, we have talked about this. I don't know if we have talked about this, <laughs> but there is a whole conversation about how shit and unacceptable that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. You know, Austin cameraman or whatever the fuck your name is, cut it out. Fair enough. Right, other bits and bobs of news. Sam Kerr, who saw Sam Kerr this week getting booked? Oh my god, I love her. <laughs> it's, it, I've watched it. I've watched it on loop for a few times today. It's just. I watched it like five times. I have no choice so but great. to love her. <laughs> Jesse, what happens? Uh, um, a pitch invader invaded the pitch, like live streaming himself or something with yeah. his phone trying to get to Magdalena Erickson and the play what I don't understand is I thought the current practice is not to show pitch invaders but like the camera is clearly showing the pitch invader I think it's while... fans the fans uh, camera seen a fans one. Yeah. Oh, okay okay so we're all watching the pitch invader and security is doing nothing no one's getting to this pitch invader for a pretty long time so Sam Kerr just goes over and shoulder checks him to the ground, for which she gets a yellow card. Now I can under- I can understand why she gets a yellow card. Can anybody else understand why she would have done? So apparently, because he wasn't looking, you know, she didn't play the ball. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's to protect the players because, of course, you know, she could go over and shoulder barge him, and he could get up and give her a thump or something. So I think it's just to protect the players from. It, it's like ref discretion as well. Okay. I, I think I saw when when it happened. The was it the Juventus player? They they started like I was. I saw, I saw one of them go like, "Hey, watch well, you should send her off, send her off." I'm like, "What are you doing about?" Going to the pitch about it was the best bit for me is that she almost she sees him walking closer and it's very nonchalantly just almost jogs over and all of a sudden then just goes for it. She, <laughs> when you watch her, she's like so casual about the whole thing. Oh, it's so Sam Kerr. She's like, if no one else is going to say that, I'll take this. Yeah. But I don't... So do you guys know anything about Aussie rules? Because I do not. But there was an Australian in the comments who was like, oh, well, if she gives up her career playing football, she could go and play Aussie rules because that was a perfectly
Oh, I also got Joshua Kimmich. He's ruled out until the new year due to complications with uh, his COVID. Uh, this is the... I left so sad. <laughs> the unvaccinated Joshua Kimmich. Um, staying in Germany, uh, Jude Bellingham has been fined €40,000 for his comments after the Classica uh, lost last week to Bayern Munich. He said, quote, unquote, if you give a referee who has match fixed uh, before the biggest game in Germany, what do you expect? Um, so, yes, quite obviously a fine. Um... Jesse Penarol! <gasps> Chris Penarol! What happened? Well, I'm assuming everybody saw it, so I don't need to give you a rundown, but I'll tell you anyway. <laughs> uh-huh. um, we were down one nothing, which was very upsetting, but then my little babies brought us back, and my beautiful little Agustin Canobio, who looks like a tiny little baby Diego Forlan, is the best thing to ever happen, and then we went into penalties... So obviously I was freaking out, um, but we won. We won in penalties. And I still hate penalties and think they're the worst thing to ever happen, but it was okay because we won in penalties. So what and have you great. won? What have you won? The uh, penalties? Yes. So is there, is there a trophy you got at the end of this? Yes, we won them. Okay. So I'm... to anybody not down on Uruguayan football, what, when they won the penalties, what trophy did they win or what have they won? Chris, you have to answer this question because I don't know what you're asking. <laughs> okay, where did pe- did they win a trophy after the penalties, or have they won a league or a championship or something I know like that? that an... What? Did they win a championship or have they won the league? Have they won a cup? Yeah. What this did they... is painful. <laughs> what did they win, Jesse? <laughs> There you go. Right. So you won the. But it's just the championship. Okay. So you won the Uruguayan League. Yes. Yes. But it's... Yes. Are these yes. different questions or something? <laughs> because I feel like it's, it's it, the way you ask it, Chris. It's almost like you, what you were wanting Jesse to say. It's almost like the prize that they won was something ridiculous. Like it wasn't a championship. It was like they all won free shoes for life. <laughs> no, but. <laughs> I knew it was the championship they won. I also knew it was their fiftieth championship they won. But I'm just trying to get oh, Jesse, yeah, trying to get Jesse to say that. Uh, excellent. He's getting stupider and stupider. <laughs> Ryan, fix that in editing. We won the championship. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave it. Here. I'm gonna use for life. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna leave we it. We won. Well, I, thought, I thought it was gonna be something with you know where you see these. Uh, you know, places where a player wins man a match and gets a month on their phone contract. <laughs> so that is the, Disneyland. That is the man of the match. So I thought it was going to be something like it was to do with the sponsors. Or, uh, so, you know, not free shoes for life. <laughs> that would be great. Uh, I would love free shoes for life. Elsewhere, uh, elsewhere one of my, my favourite Serie A players, uh, Medi Benatia, he's retired age 34, ex-Bayern Munich, uh, Juventus and Roma, won 66 Morocco caps as well, can playing out in the Middle East. Um, Universidad de Chile have appointed a new manager called Santiago Escobar, brother of Andreas. Oh. There we go. Um, Pablo would have been better. I, it's, I... <laughs> yeah, I was, that's what I was hoping for. Uh, Marcelo Gado has announced he's going to stay at River Plate, so uh, he's hanging on for that um, that Javi uh, downturn in form towards the end of the season, Emma. What do you mean towards the end of the season? It's already started. <laughs> it's MLS Cup this weekend, Jesse, uh, Portland Timbers versus New York City FC. How do you think that's going to go? Oh, I love that you always ask me the MLS questions. I'm going to do even worse at this than free shoes for life. Who's playing? Uh, the Timbers in New York City. As a, oh. as a Red Bull fan, you should be booing New York City. Yes. Uh, okay, the non-oil money is going to get it. Timbers. Timbers, okay. Uh, and finally, Cristiano Ronaldo news. Uh, the entirely innocent Cristiano Ronaldo, who definitely didn't uh, rape somebody, has uh, asked his lawyers to move for the um, the quashing of documents to be released to the New York Times, which is uh, a move that only an innocent person would do. Isn't that right, Jesse? Yeah, because if you're innocent, you definitely, definitely don't care what information is released. Well, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so yes, the in a entire... country where you're not allowed to go. <laughs> uh, 
the Italian St. Cristiano Ronaldo there. Right, we'll move on to the Premier League. Um, so, it's Friday night. Get your fancy Premier League done early, people. Uh, Brentford versus Watford. Eight o'clock on Sky. Brentford's first eight um, home goals in the Premier League have been scored by different goal scorers. No team has done that, has done nine in a row, uh, since Liverpool and Wimbledon in 1992. Um, I just want to talk about <laughs> Watford under Claudio Ranieri have conceded 19 goals. That's the most in that time. Uh, Brentford are unbeaten on a Friday since 2016, Ryan. That's a good stat. How's that going to go? How's this game going to go? Now you know that. Uh, oh, I mean, I was going to say Watford, but now that you said that stat, you know, I can't, I can't <laughs> not go with Brentford. <laughs> Ever. You know I'm on that Brentford train. You are, aren't you? Yes, that's right. Jesse? And I got my wish at the weekend. They drew with Leeds. Everybody was happy. <laughs> I saw footage today of, uh, I think it was Rafinha who took the corner uh, for the 95th minute equaliser, uh, turning it round and rather enjoying himself in, in giving some grief back to the Brentford fans. And they did everybody happy. Well, the Brentford fans weren't. They were, they were calling. Happy. They were calling him a meanie and all sorts of things. Oh, I expect better from them. <laughs> Jesse, how's this going to go? I love bees, but I think a team that ends in Ford will probably <gasps> either win or tie. This is bees but... versus hornets. What? Killer bees, killer bees. Because <laughs> Watford's nickname is the hornets and Brentford's are the bees, aren't they? Bees versus hornets. Chris, how did you not figure that out before? Yeah, I was, I was, you know, I was thinking if that was going to come up, you would have got that in your notes already. Oh, I just realised. Start this podcast all over again. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Gabe. Welcome to this week's Man of the Post. <laughs> so, are we, you're all killer bees. You're all team bees, are you? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Saturday, 12.30, BT Sport, Manchester City versus Wolves. Uh, Raheem Sterling is on 99 Premier League goals um, for his career. Um, amongst fixtures that have been played 60 or more times since the Football League was formed in 1888, this fixture has got the, uh, the highest average goals per game, which is 3.83. How many of those goals have occurred while Peppa Pig was being <laughs> somewhere? <laughs> uh, Bernardo Silva scored 68 Premier League games. Wolves have won one out of five. So this would suggest that uh, that average may continue, but on a Manchester City trajectory. So what you're saying is there's going to be no good things for Raul Jimenez? No good things for Raul oh. Jimenez. And he's... Why would you say that? Because statistically it looks like it might happen. You're so mean. Well, maybe he should try harder and score more goals. It's his own <gasps> fault. Oh, no. I can't believe you said that out loud. I can't do very much to affect the outcome of a Wolves game. Raul Jimenez can do more than me. <laughs> Just saying. He is doing that true? everything he can. <laughs> you could call in a bomb threat. You could get that postponed. That's what, like the, quite extreme. Well, Just going to throw that out there. The anti-vaxxers did that to my daughter's school the other week. See, you yeah, they did. They they called a bomb threat into my daughter's school on the day that um, in, the um, vaccines were going to be given to the children. Oh yeah, because that really makes sense. Do <laughs> not harm people. <laughs> exactly. Uh, right, three o'clock. Arsenal versus Southampton. Southampton have never won in the Premier League at Arsenal. Uh, that's twenty-two attempts. Um, Southampton have lost fourteen Premier League away games in twenty twenty-one. They won one out of five. Um, although Arsenal lost three out of four, they're in a pretty mean run at the moment as well. So uh, maybe this one might be a bit tighter. Emma. Uh, in theory, I guess. Uh, I saw Arsenal play Everton, and they weren't very good. <laughs> no. Um... Everton fans obviously full of sympathy because obviously with those two Richarlison goals that were given out they realised the injustice that Sadio Mane had at Goodison last season when he had his 90th minute winner called out I didn't didn't see many Everton fans referring back to that Sadio Mane offside incident when they were saying how outraged they were are are you saying that they're hypocrites? there's something along those lines yeah oh interesting can you give me a second because I'm just going to message Adam (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah brave words when he's not here <laughs> has, has Miguel Arteta fallen out with Obama Young are they not are they not friends anymore Pierce so doesn't it it's weird isn't it why would you why would you fall out with your best guy is he your especially best guy especially if he's one of your only good guys well he's your most <laughs> your most well paid guys 
Seems a bit of a weird one, doesn't he's it? He's the best guy. <laughs> I, I feel like Arteta is the type of guy that he's seen. He's probably seen like Pep fall out with players and think, "Oh, I'm going to pick on a player and fall out of them," and then everyone's going to rally around me and then realised, "Oh wait, no one likes me." Um, <laughs> this is bad news for me now. Because you've got to pick the right player, and that's not the right one. Yeah, I was going to say, I think there's definitely better players to have picked on. Do you think Arteta is the sort of person who would, I don't know about hold a grudge, but once he decides he doesn't fancy a player, that's it. They're like a ghost to him. Uh, your strategy. Sorry, Jesse? The very Mourinho strategy. Mm-hmm. Like the Mourinho strategy. <laughs> Go to. <laughs> is, he, is he a Catalan? Wait a minute. I'm just no, Googling. he's Basque, isn't he? He went to school with. Uh, is or he, he he's, Yeah, he used to play in the same oh, team yeah, as Chabi Alonso. San Sebastian. Okay. Uh, he, yeah. he played with. He played Basque. with. He played with Chabi Alonso growing up. Then he definitely holds grudges. <laughs> <laughs> he speaks seven languages, but apparently three of them are Basque, Catalan, and Spanish. So that's cheating, really, isn't it? No. <laughs> Wait until I start teaching your daughter Catalan. <laughs> that won't help her in a Spanish exam. No, but it'll make her cool. Like it a hipster, will. A hipster. Sorry, cooler than she already is. That's true, cooler, yeah. Exactly. We're we, we going to be teaching her words like freedom and oppression and things like that. Yes. Wait, if you're in <laughs> American, knowing more than half a language is impressive. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so um, three o'clock is uh, Chelsea versus Leeds, Leeds, Leeds. Um, Leeds last thirty-two games in London. They've won two, drawn seven, lost twenty-three. Um, both teams have scored. Uh, oh, I forgot to write the number down. Both teams have scored. Oh, three. It's three. Both teams. <laughs> no, I remember it now. Both teams have scored three goals uh, after ninety minutes this season. That is the most in the Premier League. Um, and Rafinha has scored six of. Leads his 15 goals so far. So how do you reckon Thomas Ducal's going to stop him then, um, Ryan? Uh, good question. We, we don't really have any midfielders, um, which is a bit of a concern. <laughs> uh, but sorry, we have got a midfielder in Saul, um, but he now plays at left wing back because he's not trusted to play at midfield anymore. Oh. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm really, I'm, I'm genuinely worried. I think the midfielder's probably going to be like Reese James... A Mason Mount, maybe Barkley, and then yeah, yeah I was, it's going to be a weird game. I, I think we, we've got a lot of injuries in key positions, um, and I, I genuinely don't know how any game's going to go at the moment. Oh, do you remember? Just, uh, do you remember a month ago I tweeted that while Trent Alexander lives and breathes, Reese James won't be the best right back in the Premier League. Yeah, I, I remember that tweet. Yeah, I am still getting notifications on that tweet today. That maybe that's why Reese James has been moved to midfield now. Do you think? Yeah. So like, yeah, he's not going to get the attention from Chris <laughs> at right back, so we'll put him at centre mid. See if he can complain then. Are I'm... you an influencer, Chris? Well, I hope so. I could do it. That I mentioned suggests that you, you know, that's, that you got a lot of mentions and a lot of uh, retweets. I've so, got to be honest. You know, you know. After the first two hours, it seriously did my head in. Suffering from success. Was yeah. that, uh, DJ, that DJ Khaled me. <laughs> it was quite cool for the first couple of hours thinking, well, this is doing all right. And then after that, I thought, this is just doing my bloody head in. I wish you'd stop. What's, yeah, well, the problem was, in a way, is that you didn't tweet it from the Man on the Post account. <laughs> well, yeah, I could have picked up more followers. That time I tweeted the Harry Maguire meme, just after the uh, World Cup in 2018, that, we got 300 followers from that. Do we still have them? I hope, well, I hope so. <laughs> To be honest, it doesn't matter whether they follow us or not, as long as they subscribe. <laughs> uh, okay, so what's your prediction then, Ryan? I'm going to predict... A riot. A very Chelsea... A very tight Chelsea win. All right. Ladies? Oh, I'm going to give it to Ryan. Yeah? He deserves it. Oh, come on, Emma. Ryan only deserves good things, doesn't he? He does, and I... I predicted West Ham would win last weekend and <laughs> you they did and I feel bad so um, <laughs> Chelsea will win you owe him don't you no but Chelsea will win <laughs> no but Chelsea do okay <laughs> Chelsea definitely do <laughs> uh, three o'clock is Liverpool versus Aston Villa this is the yeah uh, the prodigal son comes home uh, Stephen Gerrard returns as Aston Villa manager to uh, to the Coliseum 
team. Former managers visiting Anfield uh, have... I didn't know that uh, he was playing against Getafe. <laughs> I didn't know. Or in Rome. <laughs> uh, former managers visiting Anfield in the Premier League, they've lost 14 out of 16. Um, Liverpool have lost... Uh, sorry, Liverpool have won their last two home games 4-0 each. Uh, and Mo Salah has got a goal or an assist in Liverpool's last 13 home games. Um, Jesse, is he going to be getting home, Steven Gerrard, crying into his uh, crying into his dinner, or is he going to be a happy boy? Oh, I love when Steven Gerrard cries. Since 2016, um, so do I. Yeah, you're going to be fine. Say it, Chris. Say it. No, no. I've, I've, just, I've, I've learned from Ryan. Yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> um... Ryan, what do you reckon? I mean, it's a Liverpool win, isn't it? Sure. I mean, Villa are now not too bad, but it's going to be the slip all over again, Gerrard's. Maybe maybe his team talk should be, this doesn't slip now. Oh, yeah. Um, that would be great, wouldn't it? That would be then, amazing. The Liverpool, uh, care, just... the Liverpool caretaker before the game just pins it up in the Villa dressing room before the team get there. <laughs> <laughs> this does not slip. <laughs> do you think he'll celebrate if they do win? I think he will, yeah. yeah I think he will. I think he'll get a good reception. I can't see why he wouldn't do. I don't say I'd hope so, but he's not exactly done anything to, you know, scorn anyone, has he, at Liverpool? No, I don't think so at all, no. So, yeah, if he gets booed, it'd be a little bit of a shame, really, I think. I hope he does well in his managerial career, but not well enough actually to get the Liverpool job. I think I, I think he'll get it after Scott leaves. I, I, can't, <laughs> I, can't, I can't see him not getting a job when Klopp goes no I think you're right okay uh, half past five on Sky is Norwich versus Manchester United Dean Smith has already beaten Manchester United this season with Aston Villa if you remember that was the last minute penalty where um, Emmy Martinez dared Ronaldo to take the penalty uh, no manager has beaten Manchester United with two different clubs in the same season since 1908-09 season um, Norwich got two clean sheets in their last four Premier League games uh, Emma will they be having three clean sheets or will they be getting any points from this Oh, they're still bad, aren't they? <laughs> uh, I feel like Manchester United are going to win. Yeah. And it's going to be really easy, and it'll be sad. Disappointingly sensible, their managerial appointment, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, very, very sensible, and I yeah. hate it. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things, where I don't know if you've seen their fixture list, um, but it's all teams... I think it's pretty much the next ten games are all, all teams in the sort of bottom, the bottom half of the table. I think. Yes, someone um, said it's quite kind to March or something. It, didn't it, it? It's very kind to them. And, so and they're going to win ten in a row. Yeah, and what's going to happen? It's the same. It's it's the thing with Ollie. It's oh look at this great manager who's come in. He saved our season when they're games that you'd expect them to win anyway. And other obviously with Ralph, it's a bit of a. A thing where I think everyone will obviously be watching it, and then he'll beat teams like Norwich, and then it'll be like, what a tactical genius um, <laughs> to have come into the team. And it'll be this thing where Man United fans are just all over Twitter saying that you know they're back. Ralph's at the wheel, something to that effect. <laughs> okay, uh, Jesse, what do you reckon? Um, you know that it took me a while to find the mute button. That's one thing. Um, and I agree with you. I mean, I think, yeah, it was a annoyingly smart choice for them. Okay. Uh, Brighton's game with uh, Spurs is off, uh, I think due to Spurs' COVID outbreak. So two o'clock on Sunday is Burnley versus West Ham. Uh, Chris Wood has got seven in eight versus West Ham. Burnley scored six in their last two home Premier League games. Um, West Ham zero clean sheets at Burnley. Uh, Emma, how's this going to go? Awful. <laughs> <laughs> this is last time um, match of the day too. <laughs> it's just less Burnley because you already forgot who they're playing because it literally. Doesn't <laughs> it's just less than life. Um, <laughs> yeah, gross. Um, I suppose West Ham will win. Yeah, they're quite good, right? And yeah. I want good things for for Nals, so. Oh, um, Ryan, did you see Reese James when West Ham had a penalty last week? I can't remember. Oh, um, 
Lanzini. Yeah, he was shouting something at Lanzini, and then after he scored, he did something back to him, didn't he? He yeah, ran over to him straight away, didn't he? That gave him a bit of a look, and then ran off to celebrate. <laughs> that was I, quite I, good I, do, I do like shithousery like that. <laughs> oh, uh, speaking of which, then, have you seen the video of Emmy Martinez in the Copa America this season, uh, this summer? Yes. Have you seen it, Ryan? I don't think I have now. Okay, you need to look it up because what it is, it's um, it's the penalty shootout versus Colombia, uh, and it's an empty stadium, so the camera can pick up Emmy Martinez as he's sledging the Colombia players as they're actually in the midst of taking the penalties. It's well worth looking up. It's brilliant. I mean, he's actually diving while he's sledging them. <laughs> oh, that's that's that seems mean. Hey, it's good fun. Wait, though. Jesse, are we all? Uh, do we like him, even though he's from Argentina? Yeah, that's. I'm very conflicted. I, <laughs> <laughs> I really do, and I hate that I do. Just to say that after this penalty shootout, because of his sledging, Emmy Martinez had to write a letter of apology to to Yerry Mina. Good, Yerry does him do that. <laughs> I said it to you, Ryan. It is good fun. Uh, Leicester versus Newcastle, two o'clock on Sky. Uh, there's a two o'clock game on Sky this week, Ryan. After people complained last week, um, Leicester won one out of five. Newcastle got their first win at the weekend, of course. Um, Newcastle won three out of their last four at Leicester. I think it was last season they won five nil or something, didn't they? Um, Jamie Vardy's got 18 goals and seven assists versus teams in the relegation zone. That's overall, not this season. Um, but they lost tonight, like you said earlier on, didn't you, Ryan? They lost. The trip three two to Napoli, I think. So, Tomsey Turvey season for um, for them, isn't it? Yeah, it's not not going well, is it? Um, I, d- I did just see a headline quickly that said Brendan Rodgers doesn't even know what the Conference League is. So that's a good <laughs> thing that you want you want to hear your manager talking. Um, yeah, very weird season. Obviously, because they've had a couple of seasons where they got so close, and then Rodgers all of his talk about whether he's going to go to United or whatever and they're just whether it's just he's lost the players a little bit they're just not playing very well um, yeah and I don't it. I think it's the right time for Newcastle to play them especially after their win um, so I think we might be in for a Newcastle surprise win yeah I think I heard a, a statistic this week I think where they've let in quite a few games this season uh, quite a few goals this season um, from set pieces, which with Johnny Evans and Soyuncu at the back last season, you wouldn't really have expected. So maybe they're missing Fafana and Justin and and other players, Jesse. I love when you ask leading questions. Um, <laughs> just say yes, I agree, but I actually do in this case. Excellent, Emma. <laughs> I also agree. Excellent. Uh, right, uh, last game of the weekend is Crystal Palace versus Everton. Half past four. Uh, Everton won on Monday. Uh, Palace have lost their last three. Um, I follow Richard Foster on Twitter, who's a Palace fan, and he was saying he's getting quite disgruntled with uh, Palace fans who want Vieira out, which I've got to be honest, I didn't realise was a thing. Um, no, I've not seen anything. No, but apparently there are some. Uh, Everton have got... Vieira's the problem? Well... Everton have got zero goals in their last six games played on a Sunday, so this could be quite the game for Palace to sort themselves out, couldn't it? Do, do Palace need to sort themselves out? Like, I know that they've not won in the past few games, but they're Palace. They, they're not surely are not expecting to win every game, right? Exactly. What are they what are they expecting to have happened and to be challenging for the title or something? <laughs> Yeah, yeah that... I don't think it's the Vieira problem. I think this is an expectations problem. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they're 14th. What are they complaining about? They, they <laughs> barely scraped off relegation, didn't they, last season? What? I can't believe the person who said his team were terrible, who are third, is saying, <laughs> oh, they're 14th. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Chelsea and Palace are very different teams. Are they? Ooh. <laughs> To be fair, I do remember Emma on this podcast not so long ago saying Barcelona were in crisis while they were top of the league. Yeah, and I yeah, but, think, right. but look, but you, she was right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what your point is. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you could say, oh, you know, it's, uh, that's like me saying, oh, Chelsea in crisis in four years' time or whatever. They sat there and said, oh, I told you four years ago, crisis. <laughs> uh, okay, right. So that brings us to the end of our um Roundup of the Premier League. That brings us to the end of our podcast this week. Uh, any other business for anybody? No? Excellent. That's exactly the sort of... 
Has anyone ever seen the hashtag people who need a good hiding? No. Are you, are you saying that about us? No. Um, is this leading to something else? Okay, good. It's quite a, it's quite a, it's quite a funny uh, hashtag on Twitter. I was looking at it the other day because I look at it every sort of few months or so. And um, someone had put in hashtag people who need a good hiding, those who say they have other business at the end of meetings. So <laughs> I completely and utterly agree with them. Uh, okay, so we're Man of the Post, part of the Man of the Post network. Um, we are, I think, still sponsored by uh, Manscaped. So if you go to manscaped.com uh, and you enter your uh, promo code MOTP, you get 20% off your first order to make yourself um, smooth as somebody's bum, uh, a baby bum. Um, uh Ali and Ryan and Simon were back on Monday to... Sorry? You said Ryan. Did I say Ryan? Sorry. (laughs) I was looking at your picture when I was doing it. Sorry. Ali and Dave and Simon. Sorry. Uh, We'll be back on um, Sunday to review the games that we've been previewing here. We've started a new podcast as well called... I think it's got a working title of 11 Feces of Me. Um, Thanks to uh, Martin on Twitter for that one. I think it's Martin. Uh, Apologies if not. Um, Where you talk about your... uh, Instead of our 11 pieces of me, you talk about your worst players that play for your club. I'm going to record an episode with Ross tomorrow um, for Liverpool. And I've got some names in there. Uh, So look out for that one. If you like what you hear, you can uh, subscribe on Acast, Spotify, Stitcher or um, Apple uh, Apple Podcasts. You can Spotify follow and all your future episodes fall automatically your inbox. We appreciate any five-star reviews that you could give us because they're lovely. Um, you can follow us on Instagram or um, Twitter at Man on the Post. Um, you can give us a follow on Facebook, but as I was the only one who did any updating and I've now left Facebook, that's probably going to be quite dormant for quite some time. Uh, Ryan, if they want to follow you, how do they do that? They can follow me at the Ryan Goodman. Okay. Uh, Emma, they can't follow you, can they? No. Uh, Jesse, and they can follow you, can't they? I mean, they could. Go on. How do they, they do should that? really follow you. No, they should follow you. How do they do that? Uh, they go to add Jesse Loesch. Excellent. Right, guys, thank you ever so much. Uh, and always remember to keep your man on the post. Mm-hmm.